At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Want to talk about a new movie? Check. Want to talk about an older movie similar or related to that new movie? Check. That's what you can expect from Quality Check Podcast. It's a new podcast on the Studio DNA Network hosted by yours truly, Drew Douglas and Daniel Posey. Every other Tuesday, we'll talk about a new movie and an old movie to see how the film's quality holds up. You know, it's interesting when uh, I w- will always love shoe was right there. I mean, you would say cheese. That's all. I just, I will always love shoe. Like, I mean, it's perfect. Like, it's barely different. Yeah. And you said cheese. Yeah. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, Tassie said cheese. I should talk to her about it. Sorry you really about should. that. You, are you ready to make a small child feel bad about something? Because that's, <laughs> that's, that's what you're that's about true. to do. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll flip over to Tassie And mode. she's such a fan. No, she... she Hi, Yuri! Oh, boy. Hey, Tassie. So, um... Oh, I just wanted to let you know that I'm one of your biggest fans. <laughs> well, that's cool. Uh, that's great. You do such a great job in the also, intro. I have a pet rock now in his name. <laughs> You're never gonna guess his name. Um, is it's, it- it's Aaron. <laughs> wow, that rocks. And he has a. <laughs> he has this <laughs> tiny little friend, and that little friend's name is Dice, and then he has another little friend, and uh-huh. um, that one's name is Dice, and then there's three more, and they're all um, they're the Dice friends. Uh huh. So yeah, well, Tassie, I just want you to know, I really appreciate you doing the intros for the show. I and, love it. And it's, it's my favorite job I probably ever will have in my whole life. Oh boy! And uh, and you never do anything wrong. It's always perfect. It's always perfect. Everything you say is perfect. That's what my mom says. Yes. Well, your mom's right. Okay. Bye. <laughs> wow, you really sucked at that. Well, Couldn't you do know, it, could you? poor Tassie. Um, <laughs> you know, she's she's in and out. The problem is, she's going to hear this when you this episode goes, tell goes live. Walter. <laughs> And Walter could tell Tassie because old men don't care. That's true. Walter would have absolutely no problem telling Tassie. Didn't I change his name to like Robert one day? I don't know. I don't know. It seems like he goes to the the, you know the office and changes his name every once in a while. Consistency is something that I struggle with. (laughs) Consistently, it's the one thing you do consistently. That's true. Is being consistent. Yeah. That's that's a good gift. Um, I. I'm really excited to tell you that I have a new favorite lip gloss. Oh, nice. But I just, I put it on just now and then I accidentally leaned a little bit too close to the mic. And so now the mic is gloss. Has, has its own lip gloss. So just hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got uh-huh. it. I just, I got it. Very nice. Well, should we shoe a dough? Let's do it. All right. <laughs> um, we're going to do random tandem today. Oh. So this is where we uh, tell stories from our life. 
and that jogs the memory of the other person. And we go back and forth a couple times and just see kind of topically where we end up. If there's anything that is dying to get out of our brains. And then after that, we, we have some fun. Hopeful comic soup. Uh-huh. We sift the soup down, and then from certain keywords, we tell another story. A one-word story, as, as it were. Back and forth. But we'll yeah. get to that at the end of the show. First, we like to do some story time, though. This is just going to be a lot of stories. Um, this If you hate stories... Well, but see, the difference it's is... okay. At you, least in my brain, the difference is story time is kind of like, what's happened in the last week? Like, how you been? Uh, right, like, what's yeah. going on? I showered. Is that a story? That, that is... I mean, I don't know how story you want to tell that over. story. But. <laughs> oh, true. Moving on. You were saying. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much detail you want to go into about washing your hair, but, you know, you do you. More my disgusting shower, but go ahead. I have... I can't... I, you know, boy, I feel like we're random tandeming already because I, I, I got shower stories. I got shower stories. Boy, should, do I no, have no, shower we stories. Should, we should rain, rain it back in um and and do what's happening in our lives now story time and mm-hmm. then big stories okay yeah okay i think that works do you have a what's happening in your life now story i do do you want to share with the audience because <laughs> we did- i don't know it's it's kind of interesting because uh my life is is very sameness right now which i kind of like we call I, that consistent right it's i am a fan of the rut i love being in a good rut where you know something is the same every day and i i just enjoy that because my workout stays consistent my eating stays consistent your hermit um, life stays consistent. my hermit life stays consistent and for you know since end of may and all the way through July is one of the most beautiful times of the year for me because every night I'm watching poker tournaments because the World Series of Poker is going on uh, right now in Las Vegas. Wow, those eyes rolled hard. Like Sisyphus couldn't even roll those eyes any harder. I don't know who syphilis is, but <laughs> I know what syphilis is. Listen, I I care about you as a person. We're friends. What is wrong with that? I, I, I can't even make it. eye contact with you right now because this is so boring. But like to me. To me. So I'm going to. Yeah. Not everyone is like me. Some right. people right now are riveted. They're so excited that they share in common with you that you watch people play poker. And aren't there things, though, that you aren't interested in that it's in that it's interesting to see how somebody else is interested in them? I watch people play Dungeons and Dragons. I have no room to judge. <laughs> I get it on some level. Yeah. Yeah. No. But you, go ahead. I want you. To no, talk- no, no, no. Watching people play D&D is much more actual entertainment for most people than watching people play poker is it i for most people i okay, think okay i think if you're you're a list and now don't get me wrong they're both you know in the bottom hundred but they're you know the bottom they're hundred of what of entertaining things for people to watch <laughs> i don't know about that no i don't either i should say they're both a subset right like they no, because so many people watch the world series of poker yes and so many people watch some of the shows I watch, but it, they're both very niche audiences, right? Like sure. that kind of thing. Um, no, for me, I have a rooting interest. I have a guy that I I've followed for a long time, Daniel Negreanu, and I think he's amazing. And it's just and he's been listening real, to our show, and he's a, a huge fan of Shoe the Dough. Um, One of so, the seventy five. <laughs> I actually don't know our numbers. I just threw that out. Yeah, it's we'll around hundred. Like, oh, really? Yeah. <gasps> so Hi. that's nice. Hello, people. Um, so, Where were we in numbers? Before we were forced to quit the podcast. Mm. Do you remember? Mm. You you just, you want to relitigate this right now? Uh, 7,000 downloads? No. 1.2. We were in the thousands. Million? Yeah, it was probably like two or 3,000. It's awesome. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Um. So, so anyhow, yes. <laughs> thanks for, 
or bringing the podcast down. What? That's Danae. not bringing the no, podcast I just, down. No, it's, it's like just an thinking, interesting thing that oh, happens when we used somebody to have else. Thirty times as many people no, listening no, no. until when... the forces of evil stopped us from <laughs> podcasting. That, but we stopped completely and then we're restarting, right. so it's fine. No, it's no, fine. no. I just I was genuinely curious. I didn't mean to derail you, and also it's okay. Speaking of things only a hundred people watch, <laughs> uh, the World Series of Poker is going on right now. Uh, and I have a rooting interest. So every night I get to like look up how's he doing in the tournament today because he plays every tournament over the World Series. And so it's just kind of fun. And like last night he cashed in a PLO game and it was just like, that's exciting to me. And most people are like boring. But, you know, I just think it's I think it's really fun how we all have these things that I don't know. They jazz us, right? Like they're they're exciting to us. And poker is one of those for me. But you're right. I should be more excited about you being excited than I am. <laughs> yes, as a friend. As a friend, as a friend. I should care more. All right, I've I watched a, a few D and D things for you. I have a long way to go. I know. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. But thank you for being patient with me. <laughs> what about you? What's happening in your life? Uh, I restarted my massage therapy business. That's probably one of the biggest things that's happened. Like legit, like you you did it. I filed. You never new, lost your license. I right? never lost my license, but I refiled a new LLC. And I redid my insurance. Nice. So I officially can see people now. Are you like, are you already have people signed up? Yeah. Like what's, well, here's my thing. You're, you're not a non busy person. Like you, you will have to, I think like limit your slots. Like you'll say, look, I can do one massage a day maybe, or right. is that kind of how you're thinking? And those are going to fill up fast. I, I imagine. Yeah. Um, so I posted so today is the 11th. I posted two days ago that I did this mm-hmm. and it has 92 different interactions and 30 some comments mm-hmm. on, on my Facebook that I still haven't deleted yet, by the way. And I'm still working <laughs> that I'm still working through that. But um, I just I want to be able to work again. I love that craft. And there's something about putting it on hold when we went into when I found radio and we started working together, mm-hmm. having a public show and doing massage therapy Public in the same, local show especially yeah, in the same city is yeah. just a little bit of a creepo kind of I don't know it was it was a, it was it a little too much to, to be, manage but it can be very quickly you know yeah. I mean you, you like, can hey, feel I listen to you on the radio well and you felt that uh, especially as a woman at events and stuff you can feel from some of the guys that come by the booth like mm-hmm. okay you're there's a neat, there's a weird energy here yeah. and let's finish this conversation yeah so I add to want, that i yeah. want to get naked on a table and have you touch me like that is so as a professional massage therapist i would really appreciate if you didn't say it like that no, <laughs> but um, no but i'm saying from the perspective of a creepo yeah you know what i mean no it's no just, it's, that's why I, that's why i just pulled back and i said yeah. you know i'm just gonna focus on one thing i never really had done that before mm-hmm. focused Right. In general, but on one thing specifically. And it, it was it went great because our radio career flourished. It's led to a lot of really cool stuff that we're doing. Sure. But I haven't had an opportunity to kind of re-engage. And since we put our radio show on the shelf, I've felt this desire to do something. So when I say I restarted my massage therapy business, what I mean is I get to choose what kind of clients I want to take. Yes, exactly. I get to choose what the environment is. I'm not doing full body massage. I'm just doing therapy. So like if somebody, oh, nice. had, like for example, so then this. Like kind of what they do at airports and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. In, a, in a similar way. Right. Um, my approach to it, obviously. And so I've already got someone I'm seeing today uh, who called me and was like, I've been in so much pain. You're the only person that's ever helped me. Mm. Can, can I see you? And I'm like, I have a, I have a chair. 
I have a massage chair and I will be in Springfield for like an hour in this window. Meet me at my parents' house <laughs> and I'll see what I can do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I don't have a license to work in a home and I, mm-hmm. you don't have to have a license to work in homes actually, but um, I, I don't have a, like a bank account set up and all that stuff. Right. So I'm not charging her for it because right. I just want to get back into, I want to feel I want to feel my work again. And so Literally. I'm going to just experiment on my friend who's willing to come to my mom's house <laughs> and jump yeah. on the massage chair. So just to kind of get a feel for it. Cause it, yeah. And it, work some stuff out. Yeah. 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 So totally. I'm excited. Yeah. It's been a long time and I'm really excited. So I, I made sure to grab my nail clippers and my <laughs> good, good call, my nail file. All right. And so I'll be shaving these down today. And that also means I might be able to bring back my guitar. So there's just like these fun things that are like, ooh. Look at your life. All full of options. Yeah. (laughs) It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. I think I think maybe you've done this in your life too. You can create barriers to stuff and you can create maybe it's just all mental, maybe it's Mm -hmm. real. Just, oh, I can't do that until XYZ happened. Um I can't do that until this happens. Well, one of the things for massage is I can't do that until I have a business that I can mm-hmm. run it through. And and then I went on and was like, oh, I can just file an LLC through the state website. Click, 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 click. Right. Oops, just started a business. I, and so it's not that hard. So I just decided to jump in. And even though I don't have a place to see people and X, Y, Z, I can still use the stuff that I have to just get going. I think there there's obviously a balance, but I think people are most off balance in this regard. Uh on the side of not doing something. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we sell short the opportunity and option we have to wade into something instead of dive into something. We can and talk so, about that for, you know, just breaking away from traditional radio and doing mm-hmm. it on our own. Yeah. You know, I want in my mind, it's like, OK, so now we've got to go get a studio and we got to, you know, take out a loan. Right. And we're going to get this stuff. And you were like, nope. No, we don't have to. We're going to work off of this butcher table for four years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're going to use this duct tape and piece together these wires Mm -hmm. and use what we have. And that was a really interesting experience for me to not create all these to-do lists, but just use what you have. Right. Yeah. And not, not rush the process. Yeah. Um, there, there are times when it's time to dive in. Like there, there are times in life when the next step is a big dive. But for the most part, at least in my life, maybe it's personality, but for the most part, I wade into things. I, yeah. you know, I walk in, I see how the water is. I don't. Uh, yeah. I just am like, cool. <laughs> Which is why. And then, and then sometimes when you do that, though, there's this moment's like, where's the shore? You know? Yeah. Which I, is why it's these really waves nice are big. to have friends that are in the waiting area with really long arms. <laughs> you just got to reach over and yeah. snag you. Yeah. It is good to find people to balance with. And I'm grateful that I've had that with you and other mentors, too, that kind of have helped me. Sure. Battle whatever it is. So it yeah. does it does feel like a really fun and new season and I'm kind of excited to see what happens. And part of it is, yeah, I'm busy, but at the same time I get to choose what I'm spending my time on and I could literally say no to anything at any point in time. Yeah. I am in the driver's seat. Yeah. You you don't have to wait till everything's lined up to start trying things out. Right. You know, you can figure I mean, honestly, and this is a big deal, this is one of those kind of dive things, but it's same kind of concept, you know, uh, marriage is kind of that way too, where you don't have to have the perfect house lined up and the perfect jobs lined up or whatever. If you know you're supposed to be together, 
you can figure that stuff out on a, you know, on a schedule and wade in and Mm -hmm. figure it out. The important thing is the commitment part, right? The important thing is making the decision to do it together. So in boundaries, like for example, one of the things you said, aren't you busy? I think what I feel you saying is how are you going to manage that? Mm -hmm. Well, I can just say no and work on one person a month if I want to. There's a gift. And that's something I didn't have. I didn't have that ability for a long time, Mm -hmm. but I do now. And I'm not (laughs) worried about offending people. It's so freeing. It is. It's so freeing to be able to say no. I can't do that. I, I, yeah, I, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Yeah. But like this person that I'm seeing today. Uh, so I haven't worked on, on a client for years and years and she's, she's gone to probably four or five different massage therapists, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I said no to her for years and years and years and she's still someone who's coming back. So those are the kinds of people I'll interact with. Yeah. I know you want to move on, but I'm just really excited. No, maybe we start there. Maybe do you have any stories of a time in your life when you, you know, a funny massage therapy story? Into something. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know. No, tell us any life story. Kick us off. Where do you want to start? What do you want the topic to be? Well, of course, when you said, when you were talking about that, I went to a couple of like the most embarrassing things that have happened during massage. So oh, I guess okay, I sure. Just yeah, go there. for it. Yeah, embarrassment's always a great place to start. Well, embarrassing for you or the person getting massage? Probably both. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, being I'm be- sure there's plenty of embarrassing things <laughs> during massages that we're not going to talk about. No, we'll talk about them all. Okay, feel free. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. We won't. <laughs> I bet you have stories. I bet every massage therapist has lots of stories. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've definitely some got lots probably of traumatic. Even for who the massage therapist probably. Yeah. Personally, I'm just I'm just guessing. not everybody who comes see comes and sees you is a nice person. Um, I don't know that I've been traumatized. Okay, good. Thankfully. I do have friends that have talked about really horrible things. Yeah. But I, I'm not trying to lead us there. I just, you know, I'm sure you have stories. I was going to talk about farting in the middle of a massage, but now we're like, (laughs) you are the person me. Really? I had a bean burrito before going into work. It was a stupid idea. You would think that I would have learned my lesson, but then fast forward and years later, I had a bean burrito before going into a a hot Hot yoga. yoga. I remember that radio story. Yeah. Yeah. So I clearly did not learn my lesson in the between time. You like the bean burritos. What, What can you say? The funny thing is, is like, I love to massage this, like this particular soundtrack. Uh huh. I know all the songs. I know where it's going. It just kind of like moves me and get in this rhythm. So I timed my fart <laughs> with the music. And there's just a perfect drum roll somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think thunder. of massage music. Oh, a little thunder because it's a rainstorm. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> then the person you're massaging is like, what is this new scent that you're using in your oh, oils? Yes. This is. Yes. This is a very earthy. Yeah. Nagshampa. Yeah. Type blend. Nagshampa. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't even know what that is. It's just a very earthy. Um, it's an acquired smell. Can can we, can we, whatever the scent is, can you bring it back for every massage? This is really great. I sure can. <laughs> I just need to stop at Taco Bell. <laughs> on my way in it is it is hard because like you're when you're a massage therapist you have to be hyper aware of how you smell Mm -hmm. what you're wearing sure you don't wear loose clothes because then if you lean over someone it can brush against their body Mm -hmm. and that can be really disturbing sure you don't have garlic or anything because if you're leaning over them and their face up like Mm -hmm. and you're breathing so you know, always mindful to kind of turn your head and not breathe directly. You want it to be a relaxing them. experience for them. You, yeah, you obviously want to 
be clear on your armpits because if you're leaning over, you know, they're, they're able to smell you. And so just then you're hyper aware of everything. And there was a moment in a different massage where it was super quiet and my stomach did one of those epic growl things mm-hmm. that it does. Yeah. I wasn't hungry, but it was like digesting and it was just super and we both started cracking up because, you know, I can't I can't stop laughing when somebody else, when right. someone else is laughing. And sure. so she got the giggles. So I got the giggles. And then it turned into this like giggle fest. <laughs> so those things happen all the time. But did that the person was actually notice? It, I mean, you don't know that. But did they say something about my farts? Yeah, I don't. They didn't say anything. OK, but I was just like, I couldn't believe that that happened. Well, you know, the level of your own level of scent. Like, was this a, you know, silent but deadly? Was this, a you know. So, so I, I, I moved away from the table uh-huh. and timed uh, it with the music, timed it with the music right in front of the fan so that it would so just, it would dis- blow it would just, the entire it would just disperse and wouldn't be like that, you know, cloud feel. So, but I, <laughs> that was my thinking at the time. Great strategy today. <laughs> Thank you. This was really bad. And then I kind of, hold that stuff and in. then I kind of like did a little spray. Mm-hmm. In front of the fan, just to sort of add a little bit of a scent to it. How long have we worked together now? I don't remember if there was a scent or not. I how, honestly how long have we remember. worked together now? I think eight years. Eight years. I think. And I am still unaware that this is ever something that you have done. I've never passed gas in front of you. That's you've never even done it in front of me, or you've done it and I haven't noticed because I've never noticed. But you you say you've never done it in front of me. So, I don't remember doing it. So what have you never eaten a bean burrito before we record? Like how? Like I. I don't know. I pray a lot. <laughs> Just Lord, like you know, the Lord shut the mouth well, of the lion. I want lion, you to know you're. So. I know you're human. It's not. It wouldn't be the end of our friendship. The time that you farted in front of me uh-huh. and it sounded like a trumpet. Uh huh. I just can't handle that coming from me to you. <laughs> <laughs> just, I can't. Oh man, yeah, this is shoe the dough. We're on. Uh, I'm so sorry. We, we're starting our random tandem with some random gas stories. I have two specific gas moments that the trumpet that I remember vividly. Besides the trumpet, besides you know, oh. the trumpet's just a normal part of my life. You just got to experience it. <laughs> that. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Um, one, I vividly remember it was at camp, uh, high school camp. It's no wonder no one listens to our show. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. (laughs) I think it's no wonder 3000 people used to listen to our show. Uh, no, at camp, I think it was high school camp. And is it really because we talk about farting? No, no. I think it's because we don't care what, I mean, we're authentic enough just to talk about whatever. Oh, okay. That's Uh, true. I think, I think that's fun, right? Like that's, I mean, it's kind of part of who we are. If I love personalities and they just start talking about anything, I'm happy. Right. Yeah. yeah. See, so we're hanging out. We're friends. (laughs) Um, so there's nothing special about this story other than the fart itself like there is nothing like to just was, get to the fart then. it was one of those moments the the whole we're in one of those bunk areas where everybody's in the same room room mm-hmm. so there's probably like 80, camp bunk or whatever 80 high school dudes oh, you know wow, sleeping in the big room yeah sleeping in the same area the counselors have finally gotten us all quieted down whatever and it is to this day the best gas i have ever release it was i'm not exaggerating a solid 15 seconds (laughs) of sustained clapping like it was (laughs) 
happens between you say like sustained noise but then the clapping thank you for that visual <laughs> i mean it was do? i mean just laughter for the next 15 minutes you know it was just it was the best and it was one of those things where they're trying to figure out who, who it was it? And I was going to own it eventually, but I kind of wanted to let it play out, you know, and see who they blamed and that kind of stuff. And so eventually I, I claimed it and I was a hero for the rest of the camp. But, Man, you know, how cool it would be to be a dude and be <laughs> made into a hero for that kind of thing and not yeah. shamed for being gross. Yeah. Which is what I feel like it would have been for me. That reminded me of one of my most epic gas stories mm-hmm. of all time. We went on a. I can't believe this is where we ended up on our random tandem. How this one word story is going to be amazing. <laughs> we went on a trip to the Capitol. I, I, I want to say it was like eighth grade or something. Yeah. So we were up to Jefferson City, and my mom was one of the chaperone chauffeur people. Mm-hmm. And we took a, a lunch break down in the area. And like the Capitol buildings, um, you know, they're just. Super echoey because all of the marble. Yeah. And lots just of marble. Big, big, lots of hard surfaces. Lots of hard surfaces. Yeah. So we're sitting down at this table and, you know, around us are all these government officials having their lunch and then sporadically spread out are the kids who decided to eat like in the cafeteria area of the Capitol building. Some weren't there because they could, you know, they packed a lunch or whatever. Yeah. So it wasn't like a thousand people around, but it was important people around. And I burped the loudest burp of my life. And it echoed and everything. Right. And my mom had this like shocked expression on her face. And I don't remember if she like clasped her hands over her mouth, but I said, mom. <laughs> and everyone thought it was her because <laughs> they all turned and looked right as she just had this expression. Like she was shocked that it had come out. And so that is one of my most epic moments. I don't, I don't. I've, I've, I've done that to my brother before. Where, like, you know how a chiropractor will pop your back? Adjust it. Adjust your back. Yes. Well, I used to do that. I used to, like, sit on top of him with him laying down. Don't and, do that. And pop his back. Don't do that. And so, <laughs> in that position, sitting on top of him, our butts are really close together. And so, one time I pushed and I farted. <laughs> but then I was like, Drew! And, of course, it makes so much more sense that he would because he's the one getting his belly pushed on. Anyways, so See? I used to blame him. So there's family around watching. Oh yeah, adjust backs. Oh yeah. Okay. You just you just do that as no, a family. No, no, you're yeah. not supposed to do that yourself. <laughs> it's true. You're probably not. no, no, not like that. You pay someone a lot of money to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of stories. Okay. Well, I, I can I can jump off of your going to the Capitol story. Oh, okay. And about loud noises in echoey places. Uh, That's probably better than mine because mine was this traumatic moment where someone adjusted my neck even though I told them not to. Ooh, no. Don't do that. So let's go with yours. <laughs> we uh, we were touring. I was with a college choir and we were touring over April Fool's weekend and we had a concert on April Fool's Day. Uh, one of my best friends also born on April Fool's Day, as is one of my children now, but that is beside the point. That hadn't happened yet. That had not happened yet. Um, so what we decided to do was play an April Fool's joke on our choir director. And we had one song in our set list that is one of those big come in moments. So the director like really winds up for it and then boom, 
boom, and everybody comes in at the same time with oh. a yeah, yeah, exactly with a big first note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the idea was the April Fool's joke was going to be when he gave that big signal, nobody was going to do anything, and it was just going to be a moment for him. And then we decided, well, what if we didn't tell Brian? And it was his birthday on April Fool's <gasps> Day, so the entire choir knew except for Brian. <laughs> And so this is a performance in front of hundreds of people on April Fool's Day. The director winds the big wind up. Boom. And Brian's like, (laughs) just all alone. Are you still friends with Brian? Oh, yeah. We vacation together every summer. Okay. That's the Brian I know. Yeah. How does he feel about that? Oh, he loved it. He okay, thought it was okay. hilarious. If we somebody... wouldn't have done it to somebody who okay. would have been very self-conscious about it. Okay. Brian he is the okay least self-conscious it. person you will ever meet. Uh, <laughs> okay, now so I can laugh. <laughs> he was fine. I was worried. I was um, worried because practical jokes make me uncomfortable. Sure, sure. Totally. I totally get it. Uh, so <laughs> what did the our, director do? The director uh, clutched his heart, <gasps> <laughs> sat down, and, sa- and, and had one of the students direct it. <laughs> He's like, I'm not doing this again. (gasps) So one of the students directed it uh, and we sang it. So he wasn't upset. He was joking. Like everybody was laughing. He he was like, no, you guys do this. Did the audience know what was happening? How did the audience know? It was April 1st. How would they not know? I don't know. Yeah. It just seems like maybe it was supposed to be the whole, just this one guy from the audience, this solo (laughs) moment. I would have been the person in the audience going, is that supposed to happen? No. Okay. Oh, that reminds me of a story. So well, we congratulations! You're on a random tandem. You get to tell it. We just went to see a play at our local theater, the uh-huh. Springfield Little Theater. It was fantastic. It was uh, this uh, the Secret Garden. The lead was amazing on it. Everything was great. But there was this um, bird that was in the theater, and we couldn't tell if it was on purpose or an accident. Oh no! It started to swoop around during a song about the wild animals and the wild. And the birds flying. But it was an actual the, the bird. Little, there was an actual bird in there, and the the girl is singing to a robin to like show her where the key is. And so they're singing about this bird, and they're looking out into the audience like the bird is there. And I'm sure they're supposed to be imagining that it's there, but there's literally a bird swooping through the audience. Maybe they imagined it into existence. It was a little mind blowing, and and people were laughing and gasping. And I didn't. I, it's one of those things. I don't know. Is it some? Did you train a bird? It's possible. What kind of bird birds. was it? That might that might help answer our question. Well, the theater was dark. Okay. So I couldn't Could really tell. Could you tell size? Like what size bird was it? It was either a huge bat or a little bird. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a little bird. Probably like a robin. Or okay. A, like a sparrow or something. I don't think it was a dove size because those are pretty big. Mm-hmm. A dove, a dove would have been significant. Huge. I, I and would have, white. I, yeah. I, would I think have, this was a darker bird. I would, have, I would have started to lean towards miracles if it was a dove. You know? Doves are just... That's a miracle they bird. They can be trained. <laughs> no, I know, but doves him? appear in the Bible, like when miracles happen. Like it's a, you know, doves ascend from the baptism. You know, the dove comes back to the ark. Like you know, doves are significant. If God sent a dove to this performance, I would just, I would want to know. <laughs> <laughs> this should be something that's talked about publicly. Yes, yes. If I, it was a raven, then the devil probably sent it, and then true, there's even more questions. True. So, what if it was or a crow, a robin? If it was a robin, then spring sent it. Okay. Well, yeah. then it was definitely sun- sent by spring. <laughs> I don't know what kind of a bird it was, but it was really interesting. Yeah, to, to, that is fascinating. To sit there and wonder, is this on purpose? Yeah. Is anyone going to tell if this, if this is on purpose? Man, I, 
I, that is the most underestimated beauty of live theater is yeah. that anything can happen during a performance. I it's, didn't realize that some some theaters just have an open floor. Mm-hmm. Where, there's no like little rail around there or anything. So right. the entire show was terrified they're going to dance their way down onto the orchestra. Right. I was terrified for them. Yeah. And they've been practicing forever. They're like, no, we're not worried. There's people twirling and dancing and leaping and jumping and children jumping and like... How do you, I guess the I've never been to a theater with a rail, like a rail at the end of the stage. Well, it's not. It's literally in the stage. Right. It wasn't because sometimes the orchestras are beyond the stage and then below. Right. This is below the stage with a square opening into the stage kind of towards. the. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't realize that was a thing. (laughs) I was very distracted the entire time because I was concerned for everyone's safety. (laughs) So it was wonderful. Which again is what makes live theater so exciting. <laughs> yeah, it was dangerous. And there's real danger there. There really is. They're very nice. Just watch the Phantom of the Opera. People get very dead in that one. <laughs> Fake dead or real dead? Fake dead. Okay. Because <laughs> I thought we were talking about real danger. Right. Well, yeah, that's true. Speaking of real danger, you ready to do a one word story? Oh, are we, is it time? I think it's we're time. We're just not going to random tandem our way to the, or we're going to, okay, yeah, I'm ready. Well, I mean, I didn't have another story. If you had another story. No. Nope. You're good. Nope. I'm going to shuffle through all of these um, post-it notes with notes to remind me of things that I forget to do. Uh-huh. And, and I'm going to write down our keywords. Okay. The one word story is exactly what it sounds like. One word at a time, we will tell a story that we don't know where it's going. And at times, we will try to lead each other places that we never go. <laughs> 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 Has it ever worked out where you have something in your head and it's like, oh, the other person got there? Rarely, if ever. If ever, yeah. So Okay, so what you don't know is that we scrapped our first one-word story because I got really violent. <laughs> and we're going to try to do a speed round one-word story. Ooh, a speed one-word story? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Maybe yeah. we should... Maybe we should uh, like put your violence in a special bonus episode. <laughs> Danae is literally throwing things because I'm using words that she doesn't think go along with the story. No, it was very frustrating for me and I felt a lot of pressure and I apologize. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do Speed a round. one. Speed round. Speed round. Do we use the same words? Um, No rules. No rules. No go. rules. Once there was a clown who loved speed round. I couldn't think of the um Peas. <laughs> so he went to the market and found the p section <laughs> <laughs> except there were no peace where were the peace where are they <laughs> bewildered he went to the corn section and Decided maybe I will paint my corn (laughs) the color red because I hate yellow. It was then that the clown realized that he was on Prozac. And he forgot to dose himself properly. (laughs) So he went to the hospital and carried a 
corn. Corn husk isn't one word, right? Sure it is. Yeah. Oh, corn husk. <laughs> Between his. <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna say. Lips. <laughs> okay, that's better. When he arrived, he looked forlorn and confused. Also <laughs> trepidatious. <laughs> <laughs> The doctor immediately screamed because he was scared of corn and the clown. <laughs> the end. <laughs> oh, Lord. Very Aaron, nice. He was going to paint the corn green to match peas. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. Why would you that'd say a, red? That'd been a great story. Why was it? I don't red? know. I, the red corn was in my. There's red corn, right? I don't know. Oh wow! This is why we never. Should I just do thought. This. I thought that was the reason why we never saw the color yellow in hospitals. It's because he was scared of the color yellow. Wow. But you I don't know, know, sometime a long time ago, we decided this was a good idea. <laughs> and I think that maybe we should revisit that. Thank you guys so much for listening to Shoe the Dough. Aaron, I love doing this. Please share it with your friends if you're having a good time. And also head over to iTunes and rate and subscribe there because that really helps us out to be noticed by other people. Huge thanks to you, Chris Tilly, for composing the Shoe the Dough theme. Producer Phil for helping out, putting the show together. Uh, And thank you so much for your support as a member at Patreon. That's patreon.com slash studio DNA. Make sure you tell all your friends about the crazy things that happen here or don't or don't (laughs) if if they would in some way enjoy it you can tell them it's a show you never know what to expect (laughs) and is that okay we hope so we'll see you next time bye At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success.